There it is. Alright, moving on. Did the microphone kick me into? I've been a sports fan my entire life because all of my friends are horrible people. Yes, Cam had a very bad game. Can we get that on tape? Get that overrated piece of crap out of this conversation. <laughs> are you sure you want this on tape? That's what I was transitioning to. Big time Timmy Jim Chris Sale Bartello Cologne. A lot of tears and a lot of beers. I can't argue with anything you say. Hello and welcome to another episode of Late Night Shots. Chris and Alex. How's it going, buddy? Mm, I'm angry again. It's because you're not in the intro or? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Every time I hear it, I'm like, I want to jump in and start commenting on all their comments. I mean, you could, but. I have to talk quick. Cause it cuts yeah, quick. that's true. And like, that's the only way Brad and Landon are probably ever going to be on the podcast again. Oh, yeah, Man, all just... Unless they decide to show up finally, but it doesn't doesn't seem like that's going to happen. <sighs> Let's just keep making fun of them until they do. I love making fun of people. It just makes the podcast better when you get to make fun of people. And if they're not here, it's even funner. Yeah. You know who uh, we're making fun of and they kind of weren't there? It's your boy, Michael Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of him already. Trade him. <laughs> <laughs> I hate so... Davis. Freaking right. Wide receivers. Divas? Divas. I know. <laughs> Alex was a wide receiver in high school. It makes it funny. Yeah. <laughs> I get you. Oh, no. All right. So, <laughs> Michael Thomas got in a fight over the weekend with a teammate, and he was probably going to come back and play Monday night. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Maybe that's not the excuse they were using, too. Yeah. So, uh, he punched defensive back Chauncey Gardner-Johnson in a scuffle and that he was suspended but Chauncey Gardner Johnson was not well he didn't punch anyone okay so he just got clocked in the face and didn't fight back yeah I guess so that's the kind of guy you want in your secondary I don't know it's such a weird story and then there's no information no if you try and look it up it's like oh here's four stories about it they each say he's suspended here's the impact on the team Here's a bunch of stuff that's not related to the fight at all. And how's it going to affect Drew Brees? So, no, I want to know why. What happened? Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't find anything other than they didn't get along before this. They weren't. So that was the only thing you could it, see. That's it. It's like, really? You guys are reporters. Are you going to do actual research or just, you know? Yeah, do something. I mean, you get paid money to do this. I could figure that out. They punch each other. Apparently, yeah, they didn't get along. Yeah, they could have... All those places could have saved themselves tons of money. Just had us do it. They could have figured that out from not even being there. Michael Thomas got in a fight with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. What do you think happened? Well, I can make up a better story than what you're going to find, so... They didn't get along. One guy held the other. One guy pushed the other. One guy said something. I don't know. The usual stuff that always happens... And then Thomas just went too far and punched him. At least make up a good story. Cause, well, maybe they're just worried that they can't make up a better story than the real one between Tate and Ramsey. But can you beat yeah, that story? I don't know, but Ramsey got pushed around. Was oh, that yeah. Ramsey last night? No, that was Josh Norman. Oh, Norman. Yeah. It was one of those big time corners. I can't remember which one. I shared a video on. <laughs> I saw. That. You see the video? Shared it on yeah. Facebook through the the late night shots page, and they just kept putting things over the faces. <laughs> it was so good. 
he's made someone look like a fool. He did that last year? The year before. Last year in the playoffs. playoffs. He stiff-armed a guy so hard he went and had a threesome with his brother. <laughs> you know he got stiff-armed hard. <laughs> oh, Super Smash Brothers 2020. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> it's so odd that that's not even like a top 20 story of this year. Which one? Yeah. <laughs> so, do you think if Michael Thomas was actually 100% healthy, they would have suspended him for the game? No. Yeah, neither do I. I think it's it's a, Peyton's trying to look strong. Yeah, but he's probably was like, well, you're not great healthy wise. I think they have a bye next. Yeah, they have a bye week, coming up. So, so like, Michael Thomas will come back 100. percent Like, oh, we're just gonna spend you, make me look tough. You got it. Me and you know we good. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I go with my Sean Payton there. And so that is the mulligan for this week is Michael Thomas fighting with his teammate and being stupid once again, I guess. If you want to take advantage of your mulligan, head to Homestead Farm and Golf in Linden, Washington. Now that it's October, the rates are finally down. You can actually play 18 holes with a cart for just 25 bucks. On the weekend, it's 35. It's a pretty darn good deal. Be hard pressed to find one better than that anywhere else in the county. I don't know. I could make a good golf course out there. You probably could. I mean, it might be all putting. Do you have golf carts, though? It's going to be small enough. You can walk. Oh, okay. I want the golf cart. <laughs> okay, I'll get you a golf cart. <laughs> uh, Homestead is going to have some fall tournaments coming up. They're going to let us know and let you know once they're scheduled. You can make sure to follow them on Facebook. They usually post all their stuff on there. Uh, not only that, they're hoping for a little bit better weather this year than they had last year so they can have a par three series of tournaments during the winter months should be pretty fun if they're able to actually pull it off. A big part of that is just finding somewhere to put a tee box. You know, Homestead gets a little wet sometimes, but that happens around here in the winter. Hey-o! Um, so head to Homestead for all your golfing needs. It's not as good when I respond to something you said away from the mics. So. Well, I was trying to be a... PG. Yeah, there you go. I mean, although most probably wouldn't understand what it meant, so... Yeah. Get those Disney... Some some innuendo. 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 Ayo. <laughs> so, when we talked about maybe being a mulligan, but we decided just to put it into the recap of the game, and we'll start off with it because it's probably the game everybody wants to hear about. It's Vikings Seahawks, and this was a normal Seahawks game in that it was a very odd game. Very much. They don't play by the rules. So Vikings go up thirteen nothing. The end of the first quarter, I think. Somewhere in there, yeah. They look the Seahawks look terrible. Yeah, didn't look good. Like I saw that first quarter, and I was like, oh, they're gonna get killed. Vikings were running all over them. They ended up with like two hundred yards rushing on the day. Something like that, yeah. Madison had like one ten, and Dalvin Cook had eighty, or maybe he had eighty yards before he went out. Uh, something like that. Yeah, he went out with a hammy groin. Groin, because he had had hamstring injuries in the past. Yeah, and this one was a groin. Not good. Um. So the Vikings go up 13-0. Dalvin Cook gets hurt, heads to the locker room, comes back. Oh, no, it's 13-0 at halftime. Sorry. Dalvin Cook gets hurt early in the third quarter, heads to the locker room, comes back like five minutes later, and his team is down 21-13. to Like, I went to put Maggie down for a nap. 
or for bed, and I came back, and they had given up three touchdowns. Yeah, what was it? It was. I think they just they scored. There's an interception, and then there was a fumble. Yahoo, your Google's not showing me the stats in the game. So yeah, I don't get the exact what it is, but uh, say they scored a nine fifty five, eight nineteen, and eight oh two. Yeah, so a minute forty of game time. And it really was probably five to ten minutes of real time. Yeah, it was quick. It took me a bit, but I did end up finding a place that actually showed me the high, some of the highlights anyway. And so it's like, okay, Seahawks after doing this over this two minute span of game time, like they're gonna run away with the game, right? Because you would think that, but they don't like to play by those rules. They like them. No. Instead, they went. Right back to how they played in the first half and sucked for the next 12 minutes. Well, almost the entire 15? Yeah, at least 15. Well, let's see. They scored at eight. They gave up 330 and then seven minutes left in the fourth. So, but I mean, their offense was terrible. Yeah, besides that two minute window in the last drive of the game. Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand. Why their offense is so streaky. I They did talk about, like, it's hard to do, but if you can force Russ to sit back in the pocket and not be able to step up and break contain and make people start scrambling, then he struggles more, which he definitely showed that he did in this game. Because to go 20 for 32 with 217 yards, but pretty much all those yards and touchdowns come in four minutes of game time. So the rest of the game, you weren't good. Uh, yeah, they're, they're a very odd offense. Like. Yeah. And then, dark flies. Then <laughs> you have, like, the amount of plays each team ran, 80 to 48. Minnesota just had the ball the entire game, it seemed like. Minnesota almost ran the ball more than Seattle had plays. Well, yeah, they're, Seattle, uh, there will be in eight, eight rushes for uh, Carson. Yeah. Eight for fifty-two. That's it. But that's really good. Like, well, he had a twenty-nine yarder. That's still, part of it. That, but yeah, it's still good. Homer was three for fourteen with a six high, so he was still good too. He was still a, averaging five a carry. Yeah, but like, and that's part of we talked about it before. You're only down thirteen, nothing. You don't need to give up running the ball. No, you can still run the ball. Give your defense a chance to rest. Yeah, They've been on the field all game. They seem to go one way to the other. Like, we're down. Well, we better throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball. Oh, we're up. Let's run, 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 run. Oh, we're down again. Let's throw, throw, throw. Yeah, and that definitely does seem like the modus operandi for the Seahawks. But, so the interesting part in the game is it gets to the end, and Russ throws a kind of a bad pick. Like there wasn't a window to put the ball in. Like there wasn't uh, really a scenario. It was uh was like an out the, and up was it a, or a or, wheel route. Was it uh, a sideline one? Yeah. Well, okay. I, yeah, I saw that one, and I thought more of the receiver didn't come back into play. The trap. Well, that's the other thing. The receiver went out of play. He just, can't touch the ball. No, I think he was like a. He threw it a step late. Yeah. 
And then the receiver is like, "Well, I'm out, so I can't do anything." It's like mm. it's not just that the receiver was out; it, it was like, a little bit of both. Yeah, he was like three or four yards out of bounds because the defender was out of bounds too. That maybe he was trying to throw it out of bounds, and just didn't get it that far. Yeah, maybe he thought they were going to keep running down the sideline, but the defender, great heads up play. Defenders have different rules for touching the ball after going out of bounds than players on offense do. All a defensive player has to do is reestablish themselves, and they can touch the ball. Isn't an offensive player cannot be the first one to touch the ball after going out of bounds. So you can go out of bounds and come back in and like catch a tip ball, but you can't be the first one to touch it because you'll see the refs like in the end zone. I understand. They throw their hat. I've heard it sometimes, but I don't. I thought I've seen receivers like touch the sideline and reestablish and catch the ball. It might have to be like the quarterback has to break the pocket and start running, and then that changes him from a passer to a runner to a passer, and that that's one of those bit. weird rules that I don't really know. But they were talking about during the game that it's different for a defender. All they have to do is reestablish themselves, and he did a good job coming back in, getting two or three steps in, reestablishing himself, and then picking it off. Yeah. So Minnesota has the ball in Seattle territory with a chance to ice the game. Now, they get down to fourth and one. Are they in in the red zone? Maybe right at the red zone? Uh, Yeah, they were on like the seven. Were they that close? They're pretty close, I believe. Uh, Seven plays, 44 yards. Yeah, at the six-yard line. Yeah, so fourth and one at the six-yard line at the two-minute warning. Or into the, yeah, at the two-minute warning. So they get the first down, and the game's pretty much over. Um, I think Seattle had a couple timeouts left at that point. They had one, Seattle had one timeout left at that point. So the game's essentially over. Because yeah, you get it, yeah, the game would be over. Because yeah, if you get the first down, they have to call their timeout. Kneel, kneel, kneel. Game's over. Fourth and one from the six. You've ran all over the Seahawks. Uh, 201 yards on 41 carries. Is going for it here, up by five, the right call? For me, no. You would have kicked it and gone up by eight? Yes. It's the safe and smart way, I think. To go up by eight. You get up eight. They have to drive the field. Starting probably from the 25. Yeah, because you're just going to kick it out of the end zone. They have to go the whole field and get the two point. Yep. If you go for it and fail, they have to drive the field. And they just score. All they have to do is score a touchdown. They don't have to do anything extra. Either way, they got to drive the field. Yeah. I was kind of on the fence about it. But I was leaning towards the field goal route also. Going up by eight. Like if it would have been just to go up by seven, maybe I feel different. Yeah, but the eighth extra play that they have to make, that's two big plays to do. Yeah. But they don't do it. They go for it. Stopped, no gain. And Russell Wilson time. I want, yeah, but I wouldn't give this like a mole. It's, it, it's, no, it's it's a bold it's a bold move, and it didn't yeah. work. It's it would have been 
a mulligan situation if say they went for it on fourth and one at like their own thirty five or something. Yeah, this they're is, trying to ice the game back there. I think this is just a bold move. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad move. It's just some. It's a choice. Yeah, didn't work out. Yeah, like you ran all over them. You get it. You win the game. You can't fault them for that part of it. No, they ran great against them. And you know what? Maybe they need a quarterback. Landon. Oh. I bet you if you put Zimmer in this situation again, he goes for it again. Oh, yeah. He probably just, almost every time he goes for it. You shouldn't change because you failed once. Yeah. Which is what most coaches do. Yeah. So, Russ, he drives back down the field, fourth down and six, or fourth and goal from the six, I think. Wasn't a six-yard touchdown pass? I thought it was longer. Or was it from the 10? I thought it was 10. Then just go and look. I was going to say red no, zone. No, from the six. Oh. Yep. And so Russ has his 30th uh, fourth quarter overtime comeback game-winning touchdown. Do you know who he broke the record with? Or not, it's not record for who has the most since Russ came into the league. He was tied with somebody else for for most comebacks, comebacks? since he came into the league in whenever it was twenty eleven. I have no idea how long Russ has been in the league. Like active players, or yeah, active players. It's since twenty eleven, Russ was tied with this other quarterback for the most comebacks, and he got his thirtieth. So the other guy's at twenty nine. Well, I'm guessing an older player. I actually guessed it when I heard it. I don't want to say Brady, but... No, it's not Brady. Okay, good. So here's the hint. It's going to be someone on a bad team whose team has been bad for a long time, but that's able to put up points. Hmm. Do you just want the answer? Kim Newton? (laughs) No. (laughs) Stafford. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's like, I know you're going to say it, but <laughs> duh. Yeah. yeah. So Russ brings them back. They're one of three undefeated teams, four undefeated teams. I don't remember how it ended up this weekend, but yeah. Because I know the Steelers are undefeated. The Hawks are undefeated. Titans. Titans are undefeated. Minus the game, but yeah. Yeah, still, well, Steelers are only 4-0 also. All right, that's true. Are they the only three? I can mm-hmm. quick check Two, if you... Three. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Pitt, Titans, yep. AFC. Oh, Green Bay's 4-0. For some reason, oh. I thought Green Bay was had a one loss. They had a bye. So, yeah, yeah. That's why. Four teams undefeated. And Seahawks are one of only... No, they're the only 5-0 team, right? Yes. Yeah. Seattle's the only 5-0 team. Good for Seattle. They have a bye this week? Yeah. So, they May say. It's the only five one. No, there'll be another five one team. Because Pittsburgh and Cleveland play each other. Unless they tie, which they've done before. Two years ago? Yeah, I think right? it goes two years. Two years ago. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, <laughs> oh, two teams. Oh, go ahead. I was just out. It's looking at the NFC East. That, that's where I was going. Oh. I was say, at that point, point differential. Oh, Every yeah. single one of them negative. And by a lot, right? 52, 53, 32, 17. That's bad. 
But let's talk. I'm going to say two teams that it's going to be a while before anybody gets to five wins Giants and Cowboys. And that, once again, Cowboys give up a lot of points. But you've got to feel bad for Dak, right? Oh, yeah. You've, I'm not the biggest Dak fan, but that's, that's a brutal injury. Yeah. And he should be able to come back. He should be fine. Um, I guess he's not even technically ruled out for the year. Uh, he's out for the year. Yeah, they're, they're not going to play him. He shouldn't want to play. It's a four to six month, month yeah. injury. Yeah. The one good thing for Dak is he had this was his first franchise tag, so he's making like thirty five million dollars this year. Yeah, it's so, all guaranteed. So it's like I was like, oh, I feel bad. For he's still making thirty five million, even if his career's done. Yeah, I don't Which, feel as bad. His career's not done. Like no. Alex Smith and Teddy Bridgewater came back from injuries that were way worse. Like they almost died and lost legs. And you're not overreacting. They actually almost died or lost their Oh, way. yeah, yeah. Like, his looked bad when you watch it. It's like, oh, but it's a dislocation, so it always looks terrible. No, it was an actual compound break. No, it was a break, but yeah. the dislocation of it made oh, it look yeah. because it, like, slammed sideways. Yeah. Like, like if you hold your ankle sideways, except his leg was straight. His just foot it, was sideways. It broke, but it was more the dislocation part that yeah, made it look gotcha. terrible. Yeah, and it looks bad, but it's a pretty clean break spot. Like there shouldn't be other players have come effects. back. I can't remember who they were saying that came back within five months. It's there's been a few guys. Yeah. Um, so he should be fine. Yeah. You could say maybe it's like a blessing for him, and that some other worse injury doesn't happen. He's going to go into the his next contract negotiations completely healthy, with um, an extra twelve games on his arm. Or Plus, also less. being the most um, productive, highly, mm-hmm. he has the most passer yards by it's still by like two hundred something, two to three hundred. I yeah. can't remember exactly, but he was like fifteen. The next best was in the twelve. No, he's nineteen, almost nineteen. Nineteen. He was no, he was sixteen hundred something before this week even started. Remember, he was averaging over four hundred a game. Because we were trying to figure out if he'd throw him four, 400 in each game. I want to say he was 1676 heading into this week. Um, I'll try to figure this out before I can finish talking, but I can't figure it no. out because I'm on yeah. the wrong week. So he's he's almost at 1,900 yards or he's in the 1,800s. He's got a giant lead on passing yards. Um, but then they bring in the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton, who... Which also might hurt him. Hurt Dak? Yeah, and his future. I, I think it'll be fine. I don't think it'll hurt him much because he's pretty much shown that he can be good. Yeah. But uh, we'll see because he also has great running back, great receivers, great line. No, terrible line. Smith's dumb for the year. Frederick retired before the season started. They had two more guys get hurt during this game. Like, they're playing backups at three of the five spots in a third string right. one of them. So like, their old line's terrible. So I'm out of the loop now because yeah. <laughs> their line was great before oh, this year. Okay. Yeah. So. Their line was great, but now it's not. So so cancel my last <laughs> But Dalton looked good. I want to say he was eight for 11, nine for 11, something yeah, like he that. Was, 
get a really nice ball to Gallup, I think, down the sideline where Gallup like did a toe tap over the shoulder. I think it was Gallup. Yeah. I don't think it was Cooper. I know it wasn't Lamb. He had another nice pass before that. Lamb had a couple good runs, but I don't remember who was quarterback when he... I'm not sure. But you know Dalton can put up decent numbers in the regular season with weapons. He's done it before. He's, he was backup MVP or get, got MVP votes back in 2015. He's the uh, it's a guaranteed the best backup in the league right now. Uh, I don't know who all the backups are. He's up there for better backups. That's like who, name one backup. Just name a backup. Joe Flacco. He's starting. Sam Darnold. <laughs> He's not better than... Uh, I was like, Flacco would probably no. be your best choice. I don't even... It, <laughs> I was going to say, some of the backups that I liked are already in, like Flacco and Foles. I don't like Foles. Flacco, I And for the give, Niners. I'd give Dalton over Foles. Yeah, that one's tough. What about... Uh, is it Bethard or who's Mullins? Beatart Mullins? Yeah, one of them's good. One of them's not. Uh, I, they haven't been in long enough to give them a that's true above grade for the backup. Now you got me. Just I'm trying to think of who's the backup for teams. Oh, it's hard. Not beat hard, but it's hard. Nice. <laughs> um, but Cowboys. Uh, this game went to overtime, or did they? Uh, I didn't see the end. I don't know how it ended. Cowboys kick field goal to win, 37-34. Once again, they give up a lot of points. The least amount of points they've given up was 34 to the Giants. That's not good. I thought they were supposed to have somewhat of a good defense. They had like four starters hurt throughout this whole time. Yeah. It doesn't it help. Seems like a kind of a standard. Standard for the league. Yeah. Everyone has injuries. Everyone's going to have lots of points. <laughs> you want to know who has way more injuries and gave up way more points, though? The Niners. Because they got smoked by the Dolphins. Yep. And I saw it coming. Not this bad, though. No, definitely not this bad. But I, I could see them winning because Niners are... Not Niners. Miami's one of the... One team. One team? One of the teams? Well, they might be the, one of the only teams that haven't had injuries. Oh, yeah, okay. I didn't know you were, where you were going because you hadn't really finished your thought. Like, one of the teams. I kind of stopped and like... Nope, don't wait. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they haven't really had injuries. Like it, most always, teams are like, oh, they've lost this many starters, like yeah. close to a dozen. It's like, no, Miami? They're good. Who? Uh I don't I think Xavier I mean, Howard's still playing. I thought they had talked about holding him out, but I think he's playing again. I'd say the only reason is because they weren't supposed to be good, so Norman Karen. Yeah. Yeah, he's playing. Yeah. So they beat the Niners forty three to seventeen. Like that's way more than I would think. And I was thinking maybe a close game. The Dolphins win like 24-20, something like that? Yeah, because I, I'm on the bandwagon of the Niners are a little overrated last year, so the injuries this year are going to kill them, and they won't make the playoffs. Well, and they've had – it's been a ridiculous amount of injuries. Like that game against the Jets earlier this year where they lost oh, yeah. like 11 starters in one game. Most teams are unlucky if they lose 11 starters during the year at some point. They did it in a game. No, yeah, yeah. I understand. Like This year, it's kind of a throwing darts against the wall. Thing. Yeah. Like, you never know what's going to happen because of all the injuries. 
and Ryan Fitzpatrick just chugging Magic. along. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Mm. And I don't. The Dolphins are are the Dolphins three and they're two and three. I think two and three. But a plus twenty three point differential, which is just from this game. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. No, they're not in the playoffs. They're not. They're still like a full game out. Oh, the three and three next week. Who are they playing next week? The Jets. Oh yeah, so they'll be three and three. Their point differential will be like plus fifty. They're up nine and a half. They're favored by nine and a half. Is it in New York or in Miami? I don't know. I just little box score thing on the side. I can click and. Try to figure that part out. It's in whoever the bottom one was. Hard Rock Stadium. That's Miami. Because Jets play at MetLife or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I almost would have thought it would have been higher than nine and a half. Jets are garbage. Don't have a starting quarterback. Don't have a running back. Who's soon to sign with? You think he's going to the Patriots? Well, yeah, just off of uh, Belichickian-ness previous things yeah. he'll sign with the Patriots the Patriots will trade for AJ Green or Julio uh, I'm gonna go with Julio judging on the change of uh, oh with uh, Quinn and Dimitrov getting fired yeah the change of regime yeah he'll trade for like both of them six round pick probably something stupid yeah well collusion <laughs> and then we got Dun, dun, dun. Gotta get back to it. Bucks at Bears from last Thursday. Yeah, Bears. So this was one going into the game. Posted on the Facebook page. Hey, big game tonight. Bucks Bears. Saying big game from both teams are three and one. Like it's important for playoff standing division. Because if the Bears lose, they're down two plus games to the Packers. If the Bucks lose, it's they're giving up an early chance to kind of get a jump on the Saints and take control of that division. Almost everybody online, even for picking the game for mainstream sites, bucks in a blowout. Brady doesn't play well on Thursday nights. He's old. It's a Thursday game. They're always weird. Like every Thursday game night, Thursday night game this year has been odd. Mm-hmm. From the Chiefs-Texans game being just like the playoff game where Texans come out and score and then forget they're playing football. (laughs) To the Bengals actually scoring 30 against the Browns. It's been weird. And this one was also. Yeah, this it's just been a weird year. for. Are we going to start seeing a return to normality soon? With Okay, we're getting into week six. It's kind of like week four maybe make three in the past where things kind of start to figure them out a little bit? Or is it going to continue to be weird because people don't understand how to social distance and all that crap and how to follow the guidelines and hold practices when you're supposed to and when you're not supposed to, like the Titans being dumb? Don't hold an organized practice. We're going to go to a high school field and have an organized practice. You guys are idiots. But you're going to the playoffs, so we're not going to punish you. Yes, I think it's dumb. Yeah. But I think it's all dumb, so I don't really want to get too far into that. Right. Because... <laughs> so, 
Now it's just not loading, so I can't get back to Bucks Bears. Uh, I, but that one. Falls didn't have a good game. No, but he has the better team. I don't know about better team. I think he has a better team. Not if the Bucks are healthy. Mm, I think the Bucks are kind of old. Well, Brady's old. He brings your average age up by like three years. Every person they brought in this offseason is old. Gronk's 31. That's not old. It hasn't played 30? in a year and a half. Yeah. And it's been injured every... Fournette, Fournette's like 25. I forgot Fournette, but I was thinking McCoy as a running back. Oh, yeah. But Fournette's been... Every team in the league let him pass by yeah. because he wasn't good enough at a... I don't even know what his price was, but under $5 million no. Oh, to bring him in? Bring him in? I don't... Because the Jags cut him outright? Yeah, they just had to pick up the salary and... Well, he was super expensive. Of course they were going to cut him. He wasn't, though. Fournette? He was still on his rookie deal as the number four pick. He wasn't that expensive for a running back, I didn't think. Uh, he would have been, like, the a top five paid running back in the league. I didn't think it was that high, but... I don't know if I'll be able to find I, it. I, yeah, I don't know exactly, so I won't I won't stake my reputation on it, but I'm trying to look up Leonard Fournette's contract information over on Spot Track, the place to go for all your contract needs. Doesn't that sound like a short ad read? Yeah, they should pay us for that. That'd be awesome. Get all it. Get on up. Looks like you're gonna say something. I was just thinking, but who who else? For what? Who else do they got? Tampa? Yeah. On offense? Yeah, who else on offense? Well, that's the thing. If they're healthy, I mean, they've lost a couple people because you got Evans, Godwin, Brait, Howard, Gronk, Fournette, and Ronald Jones. That's a lot of talent. And all that talent led to nothing. In this game? Well, Godwin's out. Howard tore his Achilles. Uh, Fournette was out. Shady's out. Uh, Evans has the bad hammy. And so you're playing with like backup wide receivers and Gronk. So it's like he's back in New England again. Because he got a bunch of old people and a bunch of crap. <laughs> Isn't Godwin super young? Yeah, Godwin's youngish. Isn't uh, Godwin's 24? Isn't Mike Evans only like 26? I thought he was like 29. 27. Huh. Just turned 27, so I'm taking the win on that one. All right, yeah, I'll give it to you. Price is right. Closest dog going over. Hey, Mike Evans still not practicing. Cool. But It's also Wednesday. But When you bring in a bunch of old people, you expect them to be hurt. You pay them big money. Yeah. So Tampa drops to 3-2 and two in a three-way tie in that division. With New Orleans and Carolina somehow. How is Carolina 3-2? and two? Oh, because they got rid of their crappy quarter. Ah, oh, you almost called him a quarterback. Running back. Landon. Uh, yeah. He got someone that is actually semi-quarterback. You like Teddy Two Gloves. Yeah, but he's not. He's... I like him. I won't give him a quarterback status yet. 
How can you not like him more? You're just like him. You wear two gloves when you play golf. He wears two when he plays football. I like him, but he's like, he doesn't. I think he's his good. quarterback status isn't great yet. Well, it's just because he almost lost his leg. Oh, I understand that. Yeah, so I'm not gonna like. I like him. I'd take him on my team. I'd prefer him over the Saints' quarterbacks backups. I was gonna say you want him over Breeze. What? Well, oh. have you seen Breeze lately? Yeah, I just stand two yards from the line of scrimmage and watch his balls fall in front of me. Because he can't throw any further than that. That's big rude. <laughs> Was it through two and a half quarters, he is averaging like 3.5 yards per attempt or something? Yeah, he hasn't looked good. I mean, part of it's no Michael Thomas. No, yeah, yeah. And then his best receiver is just brought in. and Yeah. But, but Panthers-Bears <laughs> is the first game we're previewing. With Bridgewater. Bridgewater's playing really well this year. Do you have any idea what his completion percentage is on the year? 78. That'd be really high. 73. <laughs> it's half an eight. What? It's half oh, gotcha. It's actually like if you cut an eight <laughs> and a half. Uh, you got to be quick on your feet around Alex because he says things. And you're like, wait a minute. Is he just being weird and random or is he saying something that is actually intelligent? You just never know. Yeah, think about it. That was loud. Uh, all right. I'm just trying to go back and look at Bridgewater's. Make it for the last one that yeah. I said off the air. To me, Bridgewater, I think this could be like a turning point in his career where as long as he can stay healthy, especially because the Panthers paid him like $20 million or something. Uh, I think every starting quarterbacks making 20 million other than the rookie ones or cam well again not a quarterback according to you <laughs> although i would have paid him more for oh yeah like i thought that was dumb like as much as i don't like cam as a quarterback he's a i need to figure out a term to describe him he's an he's exception like tim tebow yeah but better yes Definitely better, but yeah. he's the he's the winning back. Yeah, I know what you're trying to say. So with Bridgewater, he's the he's the playback. All right, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just gonna cut you off here. That's probably so best. with Bridgewater coming into this year, he was about maybe just above sixty five percent completion. Uh, good touchdown to interception ratio, kind of offset by his rookie year, but it's his rookie year. So if he's put in a situation where he can finally succeed and he can stay healthy, I could see him having a long and successful career. He's still only 28. Yeah, he's young compared to most quarterbacks. There's no reason he couldn't play like eight more years as a starter until he's 35 or something. I'd say 35's quarterback. It's hard to tell now because some of the guys play till they're 40 and they still look good. Like... You do, Brady's 43. That's insane. I don't... You gotta cut him. Even Breeze. You gotta cut him, too. You gotta cut those ones that are the anomaly, because... No, what I mean is, like, Breeze, Brady, Roethlisberger, Rivers, even Eli, they all played Pro Bowl... Real Pro Bowl seasons, not Vince Young made it to the Pro Bowl season. Yeah. Past 35. I don't count Pro Bowls, because Pro Bowls... Are no, that's what I'm saying, like, real... Number. Real Pro... Like... Yeah, yeah. Top top ten quarterback seasons is what I mean. 
Like you look at their stats and they were a top 10 quarterback that year but, after the age of 35. Yeah. So maybe just it's been pushed back a couple years. Like you can have good years up till 37 instead of 35, 38 maybe. Just with how easy it is to stay healthy, how hard it is to get hit. Yeah, I'd, probably, stuff. I'd probably stick my number at 35. Like, You don't, uh, I don't know words, but I'm you're late and tired. And yeah, you're such a wordsmith, Alex. I'm, I've been sick. Leave me alone. I know. You had a higher temperature than Nick Foles throws for yards in the first three quarters. <laughs> Which means it was into the hundreds. I guess everyone was a wee mask on. I guarantee it. <laughs> Speaking of grandpa quarterbacks, well, I guess first, Bears, Panthers, who wins? Oh, that's a tough one. If only you knew... 40 minutes ago that we were going to be previewing this game. I did, but I'm dramatic pause. I think the Panthers are going to win. It's in Carolina. I'm going, I don't, I don't go by that right this year. I do football just because you actually still have to travel. I do if it's a big travel. Yeah, Chicago to Carolina is not that far. It's not as far as Buffalo to Seattle. It's like the farthest trip you can make. No, no. No, Jacksonville to Miami. Seattle, Jacksonville, Miami. No, that's real close. I don't think you really go up. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to go through Florida for a couple hours. Who wants to do that? It's like a circle. No, I just didn't know what was farther southeast, Jacksonville or Miami. Yeah, Miami, Jacksonville. I don't know. It's Florida. Neither one of them. Anybody wants to it's be a time zone that you jump into when you hit Florida? But yeah. Okay, Bears, Panthers. Who's winning? I'm going Bears. All right. So, to the grandpa quarterbacks, that's what I was trying to go to. Green Bay at Tampa. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Oof. Rocking chair battle. Green Bay's undefeated. Tampa's 3-2. and two. Brady's had a couple really good games this year. But I want to say that against Green Bay, if your offense is not healthy, which is the case in Tampa, yeah. you're not going to be able to score enough to keep up with Green Bay, who's scoring at a ridiculous rate. Yeah, they look... <laughs> Like Rogers is pissed that they didn't help him. I no, he's pissed that they drafted Love or whatever his name is in the first round. Yeah, well, I, I guess that. goes along with what you say yeah, that they yeah. didn't help him. Like, hey, how about you give me some offense to help me? Since we just won thirteen games last year. Yeah, and no one thought we could win eleven, ten. And then you go and draft a quarterback to replace me. It's like he's like, nah. I'm pissed off. Yeah. Green Bay has the most points per game. They don't have the most points because they've only played four games. They're scoring 38 points a game. 38 points a game. They've only given up 25 points a game. So, <laughs> Which is, I mean, that's high, but it's also... For this year, it's not, though. It's not. So they're winning each game by an average of two scores. 38-25. So to beat Green Bay, you need to have your defense show up and still score... High 20s, low 30s. Yeah. Because Green Bay's going to put up 27, 40, somewhere in there. And I think they've been pretty consistent with it, too. Um, I know they put up a lot on Minnesota the first game of the year. Uh, 43, 42, 37, 30. So they've scored 30 in every game. <laughs> the only reason they didn't put more up against the Falcons is because they were up by multiple touchdowns in the fourth and just didn't care anymore. 
So I think Green Bay wins this game. It's going to be too tough to slow down the Packers. No. I was on their bandwagon last year. The Packers bandwagon? Yeah. That's just because you didn't want to get beat up at home. Shh, stop saying that. You get beat up. No, but I said that last year. You said, no, no, they're... No, because that was my bold prediction before the season oh, yeah. started. Maybe it was, it was the like, bold one, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I remember you saying that they're uh, they're not going to win much because they're... Uh... Just they didn't have enough talent for Rodgers. That was my guess. And they didn't. And it worked somehow. And the dysfunction between the coaching staff. And... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on paper, I was oh, right. I know. I was like, I agree with you. But oh. I don't want to be very much old. Like, no. <laughs> I'm going to pretend my headset doesn't work so I can call my own plays. Like, <laughs> really? I can't. I don't know. That's actually why Alex just kind of goes off script sometimes. He's like, sorry, like my headphones aren't working. I can't I can't hear what you're saying, even though you're sitting five feet away from me. I can't hear. I and I only have one headphone on and the other one is off my ear. I hear nothing. Uh, I hear nothing. I see nothing. I know nothing. Jon Snow. You know nothing. <laughs> so I think we're on the same page here. Packers win? Yes. So a couple big games for the last two we're going to talk about. And we'll go to a divisional matchup. Cleveland-Pittsburgh. Somehow Cleveland is 4-1. Pittsburgh's 4-0. Uh, last time Pittsburgh started 4-0, the last two times, they won the Super Bowl. It was back in like 78 and 79, back-to-back seasons with Bradshaw. Because Bradshaw's got four rings. Yeah. Those old Steelers teams were. He bought them. <laughs> okay. He's a bum. Oh. But anyway, so Pittsburgh's 4 0. This game's in Pittsburgh. Cleveland's 4 1. They've looked pretty good recently. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Baker looked really good in the first half. And he was kind of up and down in the second. I didn't see that game, so I can't really comment, but. And it was against the Colts, who looked like they had one of the better defenses in football. They gave up like... They did. I thought they were better. 40% of the points they've given up this year came in that game against Cleveland. I think it was like 46 or 50 points on the year, and they gave up 31 to Cleveland, 34 to Cleveland, something like that. So is it Cleveland's talent that was supposed to be around last year finally showing? Or It's that you have a coach who knows what he's doing, and he's not a moron. Like Freddie Kitchens. Well, they haven't showed it too much this year. They're four and one. Yeah, but I haven't seen any games this year that maybe I'm being biased and I haven't really noticed, but Well, they scored thirty two against Indy. Sorry. Um well against uh against the Cowboys, that was when they scored a ton of points. They scored 31 in the first half. They just blew the Cowboys out. They put up 50, 49 points. And they actually started using Odell. Yeah, he's looked there this year. Yeah. Uh, in this game against the Colts, they should have scored more points, but Jarvis Landry just straight up dropped two wide open third down catches that would have been first downs in the second half that killed drives. Um, but I don't know. Not the teams do that. Yeah. So I think. This is kind of another one where Pittsburgh has a great rush defense. They've given up like 240 yards on the ground, something like that, on the year through four games, which is insane. 
teams just throw the ball against them. That's all they try and do. Cleveland's ran the ball pretty good. It's different without Chubb because they have Hunt and Graham Jackson. Dernest. Dernest Jackson, I think. I can't remember. But Cleveland scored over the last four games. 35, 34, 49, 32. But they've still given up a decent amount of points. Can Pittsburgh do enough on offense to beat the Browns? Or is Pittsburgh's defense good enough to beat the Browns? And not have to worry about scoring that many points. Uh, I think I would lean towards the Browns. Not the Browns. The Steelers? Steelers win, yeah. Because really, this is the same question pretty much that I asked you last week about the Browns and the Colts. Was, can the Browns do enough to beat the Colts' defense? Yep. And the Colts looked like garbage. Yeah. It was definitely not the same that they looked all year. No. But they actually had to play it potentially what's a good team because they hadn't played a good one all year. Nobody. Maybe the Bears, but that was the only one that's a possibility. No, it's not the same. So, so then. But sometimes teams show up I mean, one week and not the next. So Cleveland didn't look good last week against Philly. No, so. The- Without. Chase Claypool, they'd lose that game. Claypool scored four touchdowns. First Steelers rookie wide receiver to ever have four touchdowns in a game. Mm-hmm. Which receivers rarely ever have four touchdowns in a game. No, it's not why it doesn't yeah. really. So, who wins this game, do you think? Does Cleveland win it and go to 5-1? and one? Or does Pittsburgh win it, stay in first place, and go to 5-0? and oh? uh, I think I'm probably leaning towards Pittsburgh. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know if I really want to, but... Yeah. Just Pittsburgh, very tough one. Pittsburgh's so much more seasoned and veteran. Older. I think they have a better defense. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland defense, I don't know if they can handle... Handle all the weapons that the Steelers have. They have quite a bit. Yeah. Juju, Claypool, um, Dante Johnson, James Conner, Ray Ray McLeod, I think, is the guy's name. He's some super fast, like, gimmicky receiver. He had a long reverse run during the game. Um, um, for the Steelers, though, it's it's more important than it would normally be for them to win this game. Their schedule's all messed up, I think. Hmm. Oh, no. That's because I'm on the Browns one. Um, Because Pittsburgh, they, quote-unquote, had their bye already. Right? Even though they weren't supposed to? Yeah. Weren't they one of them? I think so. So they don't get an off week, which is really going to be tough for some of these teams. I'm sure at some point they're going to add weeks onto the season and start doing byes and stuff like that. But... So you're going, you're going Pittsburgh here. Yeah, I think so. I'll go with the Browns just to be different. And then Chiefs Bills, which was originally supposed to be the Thursday night game, but now there is no Thursday night game because you can't have the Bills play on Tuesday and Thursday. Even the NFL has to act somewhat like they care about their players. Suck it off! Come on, Alex. You barely want to go to work two days, or three days in a row. <clears throat> 
If you pay me a billion dollars, I'll be at work any day you want me to. So shut your day. Nah. <laughs> you are tired. I'm exhausted. Uh, all right. So Chiefs Bills gets moved to Monday. We again have two Monday night games. Bills looked awful on Tuesday. I don't know if part of that's just such a weird week. Like you're kind of planning to play Sunday, Thursday. You know that's in your head as a player. Oh, yeah. You always predict. And then find out you're playing not Sunday, Thursday, but Tuesday, Monday. It's weird, especially after the week before with all the stuff that was going on then. Because the Bills Bills were like not going to play, then they're going to play, then they're not going to play. It's just confusing with them. It's got to be a tough situation. Yeah. And then they come out and get destroyed by Derrick Henry and Tannehill. But I can I can understand the first part of that, but Tannehill. Yeah. No. Although he's the old veteran that knows how to handle all that. Sure. Yeah. Titans won forty-two to sixteen. They scored seven in the first, fourteen in the second. Seven in the third, 14 in the fourth. Just destroyed him. I mean, Henry didn't even have a great game. He was 19 for 57. No, but he had that one stiff arm. Yeah, just, just chalked Josh Norman. The stiff arm around the world. Top five stiff arms of all time. Number 19. <laughs> oh. Shout out to Brad, Titans fan. Much love. Bang, bang. Sammy Sosa. <laughs> so, Chiefs Bills, now it's going to be on Monday night. I think the Bills I don't want to, I don't want to believe it, but it's going to be the start of their downhill slide for the rest of the season. This is probably yeah. It's like there was, there was what? Was a hot team. Yeah. Also, the Chiefs just lost. They're not going to come out and lose again. No, they're pissed. They're like they're the Raiders. The Raiders. Not the good Raiders. The Raiders that are like... It's the same team minus the good players. <laughs> they got Henry Ruggs. They got Josh Jacobs. Teddy doesn't have Josh Jacobs. But the Raiders do. <laughs> oh, Vampire League shout out. They got three players. Yeah. Um. So, Chiefs, they're not going to lose back-to-back games. Especially being nah. primetime game after losing to a division rival, Andy Reid's always good at the comeback type games. But can he handle the new rules? What new rules? I'm pretty sure they're banning the face shield. Are they? Maybe he'll just get like a cheeseburger wrapper and put it around his face. <laughs> I thought that's what I heard that they're proposing that they're banning the new the face shield. Facial. You can't have that. Weird. Because it does nothing. <laughs> I don't know. Not getting into it. Okay. Uh, Chiefs Bills. Chiefs win by double digits. Just say pass. Pass. Chiefs win. Yes. All right. Carry on. Hey, don't even have to worry about it. Just carry on. No one's going to sing it. Oh, of course you gotta ruin it. Oh man. 
Real quick baseball. That's the voice. The voice of a beaten dog. Um, Tampa Bay almost swept the Astros. Don't tell my wife. Tampa Bay almost swept the Astros. Uh, they lost four to three. They're still up three to one. They're gonna win the series. If not, I quit baseball. If they blow a three nothing series to the Astros, I quit baseball. I quit baseball until I go over there and punch every Astro in the face. Deal. Um, then on the other side, Atlanta had given up runs in only like two of seven games or something ridiculous. Uh, they were undefeated so far, six and zero, yeah, seven and zero, two nothing, three nothing, two nothing. Um, and then they give up a record eleven runs in the first inning to the Dodgers. Had never happened before. It happens. Yeah. At least it's just in one game. Atlanta still leads the series 2-1. to one. So Atlanta's up 2-1. Tampa Bay's up 3-1. I mean, they have a grand slam, so... Yeah. I think there's lots of walks or something because it was 11 runs on 7 hits. Like a bad game. And quickly with a grand slam. Yeah. But that'll do it for this week. Alex is falling asleep as we podcast. His eyes are closing. Um, <laughs> Don't judge me. We're getting about to that hour mark. Alex is four whiskeys in. We're at an hour of recording. I've been sick. I'm not contagious. Uh, I thought you were going to say, I'm not that drunk. Also that, but <laughs> I've been tested. Oh, good for you. Everything came back negative. Negative. It was just a 24-hour Yeah. Whatever. Well, if it was a 24-hour flu and it happened on Sunday, you should be recovered by now. I am. I'm in the back door <laughs> in the holes. All right, I'm not touching that. That'll do, it <laughs> That'll do it for this week's episode. Uh, we'll try and be back on Monday or Tuesdays going forward. Uh, it's a little tough with all the postponements because we'll talk about a game and then it gets pushed back or moved and all this confusing stuff. But uh, there's one thing constant. It's that Andy Reid's going to eat some cheeseburgers. Hmm. I don't get that. I don't know. I just have to say something because you're not going to end the episode. I could end it if I wanted to. All right, let's see. What you got? 